You're listening to the Sabrina Phillip podcast. In this episode, I share a case study of my first ever course launch back in 2018. I share the five strategies that helped us generate $181,970 in just four weeks. Keep listening. You're listening to the Sabrina Phillip podcast. In this show, online business coach and self-made millionaire Sabrina Phillip shows you how to do entrepreneurship your way. She moved to Bali with $800 in her bank account and just one year later had scaled her business to seven figures. Sabrina has been featured in Forbes, Business Insider, Goldcast, and Cosmopolitan. Using her signature, intentional, manageable, profitable framework, Sabrina helps women make millions online. Currently traveling the world, tune in each week as she reveals the best tips, tricks, and strategies for creating the intentional life and business of your dreams. Here's your host, Sabrina Phillips. Welcome back to the podcast. In today's episode, I'm going to be giving you a breakdown of my first ever course launch. So in the summer of 2018, over the period of end of May, early June, I launched my first ever course, which was Launch Baby Launch. For the first time ever, we've since sold that program many times over almost every year. And in about a four-week period, so a four-week launch, we made $181,978. So in this podcast episode, I'm going to be giving you a breakdown of how did we have 182K launch for our first ever course, and I'm going to be sharing five specific strategies that we used in order to get those results. So as I said, the cart was open for about three weeks, four weeks, and the first week that the cart was open, it was open just to the waitlist. So we had the first week open to the waitlist and then about two and a half, three weeks open to everyone else. Now the waitlist pricing was $12.97 pay in full and the full price was $14.97 pay in full. We also had a VIP option. The VIP option was an additional $500 and they could get a private coaching call with me. We had 102 paying customers, and this equaled $181,978. We had a very small handful of people. Who, I think it was maybe two or three people who paid $1,197. They got like an extra discount for being a previous client, but most people were paying between $1,297, $1,497, and we actually had a pretty decent number of VIPs. So that's how we got to the 182 k mark with 102 paying customers. Now, the big five strategies that we used for this course were the first thing that we did for the launch was we had a wait list. And I think that was so key. And that's something that I teach a lot of my clients. So we got 28 sales from our wait list. So over 25% of our sales, a quarter of our sales came from the wait list period, which is such a huge boost going into the launch. That would have been, I don't know, maybe 35,000 ish. My math is not the best, but a little bit more than that, right? If they're paying $12.97 each and there's 28 of them, there's going to be a significant number that we have as a base going into the launch. So the way that we positioned the waitlist was that if people got onto the waitlist and they opted into that, then they would get first dibs to the program and they would get a $200 discount. So typically what I recommend doing with a waitlist is to have some sort of incentive to join. And I think that there's an incentive to join the waitlist. And then there should also be an incentive, you know, in getting the program and making the purchase as part of the waitlist. So the purchase to the incentive to purchase was you get the $200 discount, but you could also give people a bonus for joining the waitlist. So for example, here's immediate access to a free training. Here's access to a PDF. Here's access to a bonus group coaching call, something that they get right away, especially if you have people who are joining a waitlist for something that's not going to be joining for months and months and months. 
it's nice to give them something up front just as a gesture of goodwill to start to build that relationship a little bit and to really nurture them. So have something that you give them right away, just a free thing to opt in. Great strategy to build your wait list. And then again, we gave them that $200 discount right up front. The second strategy that we used with this course launch is we had a five-day challenge. So I had a five-day challenge called the Launch Tell-All, and every day of the challenge was teaching about my launch strategies, launch tactics, launch experiences, and I still have the opt-in page, I still have the branding, I still have the videos, and I've repurposed it over the years, which I think is such a good reminder that your launch assets can really be you know, reused and turned evergreen and that that content is such gold. So definitely hold on to it and organize it. But what we did with the launch tell all is we had people register for that five day challenge. It took place in my free Facebook group or it might have been on my Facebook page. And as part of joining the challenge, if they signed up by the end of the challenge, by the end of the five days, then they would get a hundred dollar off limited time coupon. So the waitlist got $200 off. Once the waitlist pre-sale period is over, then we go into the five-day challenge. At this point, we have not yet had a full price open. So the cart opens with the challenge and we say the full price is normally $14.97. But because you're a part of the challenge, if you sign up by the end of the challenge, then you can sign up for $13.97. So that's what we went ahead and did. I went live every single day for almost an hour teaching, answering questions, and we got a huge bulk of our sales as part of the challenge. And so you can see how we're kind of stacking prices here. So first we have that wait list $200 off. Then we have the challenge $100 off. Then we move into the full price. And so what we've done is first with the wait list, we've sold to people who already know, like, and trust us. These are people who have probably purchased from us in the past. These are people who have been following me for a while. These are people who are looking at my Instagram. They are in my Facebook group. So I don't have to do a ton of heavy selling to them. And they are incentivized to buy without having gone through the challenge, without having seen a ton of launch content because they're getting that $200 discount, but it's an easy yes for them because we already have a pre-existing relationship. So that's the wait list. The challenge is we've just done five days of heavy nurturing and we have really built up that confidence that Launch Baby Launch is the solution, is the program that's going to help them get more of what they want. So then to create that urgency before we go into the main launch, we're giving them a $100 off limited time coupon. Then we start moving into the main launch and that's when we have the $14.97 price point. But you can see how we're reacting differently and creating different conditions for different leads. So for our hottest leads, they're ready to buy. For warmer leads who maybe need to be warmed up a little bit, but they're not quite there, we're doing that big challenge. And then we're making it a no-brainer by giving them a coupon. And then we spend the majority of our time doing the full launch to full audience, public list, everybody with that full pricing. But that's where you have to do a lot more nurturing and it just takes a little bit of time. And I think that's why we see spikes in terms of launches. We see a lot of people buy right away, right? Those waitlist people, because they already like us. We see a lot of people buy at the end of a challenge or at the end of a webinar because they've just been nurtured. And then it gets kind of quiet and then everybody buys at the end. I think we had something like 50% of our sales on the last day. And that's because they've been watching the entire launch for three weeks, four weeks, and then they're ready to buy. So if you are experiencing that in your launch, just know that it's very, very common. And it makes sense from a sales psychology standpoint, it totally makes sense. 
So first strategy, waitlist, second strategy, five day challenge. The third strategy that we really leveraged and used was leveraging my Facebook group. So I have a Facebook group called The Intentional Entrepreneur. I will post a link to it in the show notes. And I was posting in there all of the time. I went through all of my old posts. I was probably posting two to three times a day. I was doing pop-up live streams in there. I was celebrating when people joined. I had that really strong community that existed. So I really focused on nurturing that and using my Facebook group, which was where I was the authority, which is where I had a big built-in community. And I really leveraged that. So I wasn't really launching on Instagram at that point, or even my Facebook business page, I was mostly doing it inside of the Facebook group. And the fourth strategy was email. So we were really leveraging email marketing. So we were emailing our list regularly. I went through our um, launch emails. I think we had about 17, 18 emails that we sent over a three to four week period. So it was definitely a very heavy um, email presence. We were definitely emailing a lot, but it really, really worked. And I think when it comes to an email strategy, the reason why it's so powerful is because when you are you know, dependent on the algorithm gods, who knows if someone's going to see your Facebook post? Who knows if someone's going to see your Instagram post? You know, unless there's some sort of deliverability issue, which it happens every once in a while, unless I, you know, accidentally get placed in somebody's spam box, for the most part, I feel really, really confident that when I send somebody an email, they're going to go ahead and open that email. And that also gives me space to be more strategic about my storytelling and my sequencing. It gives me space to share multiple testimonials. It gives me space to share more long form content. And I remember toward the end of the launch, at some points I was sending maybe two, three emails a day. The last day, it was like 12 hours left, six hours left, one hour left, 30 minutes left. And you would be surprised at how many people opened every single one of those emails, the 30 minute email they click and they purchase. So email marketing is so powerful. I think it's so underutilized in our industry. I think people are really focused on, you know, Instagram stories, TikTok reels, whatever. I'm telling you, email marketing is where it's at. And it is such a huge focus for us in our business, even now, multiple years later, because we see that those are where a lot of our sales are coming from, because you might get a lot of engagement or interaction on certain platforms. But what you also want to be thinking about is not just where's my community, but where are my conversions? And what I typically find to be true is that my conversions are where people are consuming my long form content. So back then I didn't have a podcast. If I had a podcast, maybe I would have seen you know, more sales from that, but I don't really pitch on my podcast. I'll, you know, say if I've got an event going on and at the end there's a, you know, jingle, if you want to work with me, reach out and send me a message, but I'm not like launch baby launches this day, blah, 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 blah. Who knows? Maybe that'll change in the future. But the point though, being that because this content is so long form, because it shows up so consistently for you, I think that there's a lot of trust here between us, right? And if that's the case, then if I do present an offer, I think that it's going to go down a lot better on my podcast than it might on, let's say, TikTok, right? Because this is a much warmer audience. This is a much warmer community. There's much more value being shared here. There's a deeper relationship being shared here. So you have to figure out what those platforms are for you. And for me at the time, that was my Facebook group and email marketing. I would say at this point, it's email marketing and podcasts. And I think I've done a pretty good job with my Instagram stories. But figure out what those platforms are for you and really know which ones you can go ahead and leverage. And if you don't have that yet, you want to start thinking about what is that long form platform that I can start to focus on and really create that long form content that's going to create that community, but more importantly, create those conversions. And we especially want something that we're not dependent on someone else 
else's platform, someone else's algorithm. So email and podcast, even YouTube, YouTube is very algorithm based as well. But if it's, you know, someone subscribed to you, you can feel pretty confident that they're going to get a notification at least, um, which is what we, you know, really see a lot on YouTube. People are like, hit the bell, hit the bell. That's kind of the thing that we want here is where are people hitting the bell? Where are people subscribed? Where are people getting us each and every time? Now, the fifth and final strategy that I really leveraged with Launch Baby Launch and the way that we closed out the launch is we had a launch party. So it was branded a launch party. It was called the launch party. And I don't think we've done this for every Launch Baby Launch launch, but we have done it for most of them. And basically the last day of the launch, I did a live stream. I remember because I was in Hong Kong with Paul and I think it was at the W Hotel in Hong Kong which has the coolest view of the bay. I think we were on the ocean side actually, um, but it's just like the coolest, most amazing view. And we had French fries and Dom Perignon champagne. And we sat on the live stream, I think for maybe an hour, an hour and a half. And at the end of the live stream was, you know, the end of the launch basically, or maybe a couple of minutes before, just so that we could tally up the numbers. But what we were doing live on that launch is I was giving a debrief of the launch results. So we were going through and we were saying, here's how many people signed up at this price. Here's how many people who signed up here. Yay. We just got another one. We just got another one. We just got another one. And whenever somebody signed up while we were on the live stream, we would announce their name. We would make it an event. They would, you know, shout themselves out in the comments. And I did this in my Facebook group, which as I shared earlier, was one of those platforms that I was really leveraging. So there was a lot of community excitement about the launch to see how it was going to go. As I said, it was my first ever course launch and it was $181,978. So that was just a huge and mind-blowing number back in 2018 when this launch happened. Um, You know, I think that now that's so normal for us to have multiple six-figure, even close to seven-figure launches. But back then, that was the first course we had ever launched. So, and you know, it's obviously very different selling a fourteen ninety-seven dollar course versus a twenty thousand dollar mastermind, which we had previously had a five hundred k launch from our Bali Mastermind. Then we had a two hundred fifty k launch from our group program, and now we did our first course launch. And to get one hundred eighty-two thousand is really, I think, amazing just for the price point to have 102 people sign up. So we made it a huge thing. And there started to be this almost like fear of missing out because we were counting down the time. We were like, oh my gosh, 12 minutes left, 11 minutes left, 10 minutes left. And so what we really focused on on that live stream was there are people who have been watching us for the entire three to four weeks. They have read every email. They have gone to every live stream of the launch tell all they have read every post they've seen everything in the facebook group read every email and they still haven't signed up yet which this is something that i teach inside of you know my programs and lbl and all of these things of like why is that happening and it's usually because there's some sort of objection that hasn't been handled or it's just because that's how people are sometimes and that's such a human thing right i mean i can definitely be a huge procrastinator maybe you are as well but sometimes people just wait until the very last minute to make a decision right for some people and and you know for some tasks a task is going to take as long as you give it to take so if you tell yourself i have 10 minutes to do this it'll take you 10 minutes For other people, if you say it's going to be an hour, it'll be an hour. There are the very strange people like my husband who do it right away. And that one hour task took them 10 minutes. But for some of us, as much time as you give us is as much time as we will take. So knowing that, I really focused that live stream on handling those objections, asking people what questions they had, asking them what fear they had, 
you know, showing testimonials, talking about the expertise that we have with our programs, really focusing on client results and just making it super fun. Eating French fries, popping champagne, talking about the Chanel bag that I just bought, but just building that connection and building that relationship. And so then toward the end of the live stream, we calculated our numbers and I think it was something like 167 when we announced it. Um, but then we had a couple of extra sales trickle in the day after we let a couple of people squeak in late and then it ended up becoming 181, 978. So there are a couple of takeaways, I think, from this, you know, launch case study, my first ever course case study, which was first, a lot of our sales came in at the end. As I said, probably half of our sales came in on the last day. So really, you do not want to quit. You should not give up. If I had not had those sales on the last day, that would have been a $90,000 launch, not a $182,000 launch. So if I had quit my launch, let's say after the wait list, because I was like, you know what? No one is signing up. It's taking too long. It's going too slow. That would have been a $30,000 launch or 35 or whatever. It would not have been 182. So you have to keep going and you should play out, you know, full out as much as you can every single day of the launch. And one of the ways to really make that easier for yourself is plan ahead. Don't be creating every piece of content the day of, you know, have a lot of space and a strategy for self-care and managing your energy and really just staying as high vibe and regulated throughout the launch as possible. But you do not want to quit. And the reason why people quit is their mindset. So you have to get your mindset in check and make that your number one priority throughout your launch. The second big takeaway is use a waitlist or early bird or pre-sale to give yourself a head start and a foundation going into the launch. Now, something to think about is if you have never launched a program before, and if you are brand new to business and you don't have a pre-existing community, you might not have a really big waitlist or early bird period. That doesn't mean you're doing anything wrong. Think about it. Waitlist early bird period is for people who already know you, already like you, already trust you. When we do a waitlist, we are not focused on running ads to cold leads. And by the way, we didn't do any ads at all for this launch, but we're not focused on running ads to cold leads, asking them to, you know, get into our waitlist and to sign up for the waitlist for the program. No, what we're focused on is getting people who are already following us to opt into the waitlist because they have an interest in the program. There's already an expressed interest in the program. So if that's not something that is present for you in your community yet, don't make yourself wrong if you don't get any sales. Don't have your mindset then tell you, oh my gosh, okay, well now I just need to quit the launch and it's game over. Nobody wants to buy from me. No, nobody knows you yet. And one of the best things about launches is it's a great way to build community. It's a great way to build your platform. So you have to keep going with that. And then I think the last takeaway here is that visibility always pays off. So I don't know exactly how many people we added to our list through this process. You know, I don't know exactly how many new people we got into our Facebook group or Instagram or whatever. But what I do know is that by getting really, really visible, there were so many payoffs for me. One, we had a huge course launch you know, but two, we really nurtured the heck out of our community. And then when we launched additional programs, it just becomes so much easier because they see you showing up consistently. They see you showing value and demonstrating value and sharing value consistently. I have had a lot of people sign up for my programs recently and they'll say something like, I've been following you for six months. I've been following you for a year. So that if I, if I had launched to them today and they found me yesterday, 
And then I got disappointed because they didn't sign up. So I just stopped showing up. I never would have gotten that lead later. The reason why people get bigger and bigger results is not because they're getting more and more and more cold leads. It's because they're building deeper and deeper and deeper relationships. That's the shift. And launching is a great way to deepen that relationship. It's a great way to share value, even if nobody buys, because while they might not buy this launch, they might buy the next one or the next one or the next one. They're going to tell friends about, hey, I went to this girl's challenge last time. It was so good. Do you want to sign up for this? So this is really, I think, the mindset that you want to have with your course launches, with mastermind launches, group program launches. Just don't get discouraged. You want to be strategic about it. Absolutely. But just your mindset is so key here and just really staying in the game. I hope that this was helpful for you. Just to recap these strategies, strategy one, waitlist. Strategy two, we had a five-day challenge. Three, leverage the Facebook group. Four, email marketing. And five, we had a lot of FOMO with our launch party. And it was in 2018 for our first ever course launch of Launch Baby Launch. Thanks for listening. And I'll see you in the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Sabrina Phillip podcast. We release new episodes each and every week. So make sure to hit subscribe and leave us a five-star review. If you're a woman entrepreneur and you want to work with me to scale your business to six, seven, or even eight figures, send me a message because I'm currently accepting new clients. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and I'll see you next week.